the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. In today's world, there is much confusion as to what defines family, and Satan is determined to keep it that way. The good news is that the children of God have victory because we know that the family, as designed by God, will not be destroyed. Fathers, as the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God. Stand firm, set the spiritual tone, and be the role model for your families to the glory of God, thereby establishing legacies for your future generations. Listen with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander encourages us. Nothing wrong with having some muscles and nothing wrong with having those things and lifting weights and pulling this and straining. But how much more are we ought to be saying, oh, the word of God. Me and my house, we will serve the Lord. How refreshing to my soul. Some men are building on sports, building on sports, building on material possessions. It's about your stuff. It's about your technology. You got more gadgets than you can handle. You know, all the operational gadget, operational systems of the gadget. You, you know, the nuances of the gadget. You can teach other folk how to do this and you can do that. And you, and you take pride in it and you get, you get iPhone 1, 5, 9, 10, 12, 15, how much is enough? If the phone works, why, why don't you just save some money and use what you got? The system is designed to always keep you wanting more. You, the, there will never be a commercial that come on and say, be satisfied with what you have. Never. Never. They'll lose all kind of money. They are designed to create a thirst, a thirst to make you want more and more and more material possessions. But what does it profit you, daddy, to gain the whole world and lose your soul? Some men build on their social life. They go from party to party. They go to fraternity parties. They go to high school parties. They go to buddy parties. They go to sports bars. They go to bar to bar. They drink their cores and look at the game and they hollow and they scream and they come to church and can't even say, can't even say amen. Why is it that some of the loudest men in the bar at the sports bar are some of the quietest men in church? <laughs> social life. Listen, you can stay out. Or, we just got back from Lafayette. 
my wife and I, we were over there, and we uh, way over there, up there, but next to adjacent to Russia, preaching to uh, over 200 pastors and wives from 11 different countries. My wife taught, I taught, we were with the team, and we preached over there. Matter of fact, one of the young men who were uh, waiting on us uh, in the cafeteria came up and struck a conversation, just looking at me, smiling, staring. And I said, well, when, when is the last time you saw a black man? He said, I'm 17 years old, and you're only the second black I've ever seen in my life. That's how far we were. And we were a novelty there. And to be able to preach the gospel and dispense it there. But you know what? I'm so glad that our, uh, our days are not like their days. Do you realize at 10 o'clock, 1030 at night, it still is daylight? I, I, I said I to my wife, look, it's not, it's not night. Where's the night? And then at 4 o'clock in the morning, it's, it's daylight. I said, if this was America, you think we have heart attacks and strokes? We really would because the people will work us to death. Y'all wouldn't go home. The parties keep going. The soccer, the basketball, everything would keep going. I'm so glad night comes early over here. <laughs> Just, man, so, yeah, social life. Building on that, building on pleasure, just to name a few. Therefore, if we desire to have a strong spiritual foundation upon which to build, we as fathers must be committed to indoctrinating. Say indoctrinating. indoctrinating. Say indoctrinating again. Indoctrinating. You need Men, you need to get the Bible and you need to indoctrinate the word of God, the truth of the word of God in the life of your children. You need to inculcate it in the lives of your children. You need to get devo- children's devotionals. And I remember we, we, we came up and we would teach, my wife and I, and minister to our kids on Oswald Chambers, my utmost for his highest. And we would go, it's just one page, but just loaded. And we would just go through the pages and just talk about the things of God. You have to indoctrinate. You need to pour your life spiritually in those children. You need to teach them and teach them and teach them and teach them. If you don't teach them, the world will, and it's it's antithetical to the way you would have taught. We need to indoctrinate our children with the word of God so they won't be swept away by deception, so they won't be swept away by false teaching, so they won't be swept away by peer pressure and the culture. Number three, fathers are required by God to teach their children to embrace the gender of their birth. That may get quiet now, but if you don't hear it here, where else are you going to hear it? Some of you not even teaching it at home. Fathers are required by God to teach their children to embrace the gender of their birth. Gender confusion comes down to an attack on God's created order, seeking to break down the gender and sexual boundaries with the aim of destroying the family. That's really at the root of it. And it's satanically energized. God created male and female. Are y'all out there? I said again. See, some of y'all can't even say amen. I said again, and I'm not apologizing. God created male and female. You say, well, huh, huh, huh. 
I'm confused about who I am. Get them a great big mirror, take off the clothes and say, look at yourself. <laughs> the mirror will tell you who you are. Fathers, you are responsible for teaching your sons to be boys and how to be men. Mothers, you are responsible for teaching your daughters how to be girly and not manly, how to be feminine and how to be a woman. I don't want a woman that's more manly than me and when I touch her, she hard as a rock. Single parents, ask God to reveal to you a safe, spiritually mature, confidential mentor of the appropriate gender who can guide your children in their gender development. Fathers, refuse to allow gender confusion to intrude your homes. Churches and pastors, for the most part, have been too quiet and too timid on this issue. If pastors do not speak out on this issue, our children will be swallowed up by gender confusion. Romans 10, 14b says, and how shall they hear without a preacher? That's right. Preachers ought to be preaching this. And if they're not, you need another preacher. You don't come here to hear some little silly willy soft cupcake sermon that will tickle your fancy. You want something that will challenge you, something, a message that has depth, a message that has substance, a message that's meaningful, a message that will step on your toes and make you say ouch and a message that will help you grow up and 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 look at yourself and and do something about your, the issues in your life true preachers of the gospel must not be afraid to preach against sin we must preach truth in a world filled with deception we must preach truth in a world filled with sin we must preach truth in a world filled with corruption we must pre- preach truth in a world that that is filled with wickedness and perversion of all kinds only the truth of god's word will set people free Only the truth of God's word will set people free who are held captive by Satan with all the competing voices in this world system. There are a lot of voices out there. You as as fathers must be the spiritual voice in your family. Everybody else is talking to your child. Yeah. Everybody else is talking to your child. That teacher talking to your child. And saying, you know, uh, the, the, the earth is not round and, and God didn't create the world and they exalting evolution over creationism and all. Oh, they got a voice. And when they come home, say, man, I, boy, I see, John, I see this in your textbook. But let's look at the Bible book. The Bible in Genesis 1, 1 says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, somebody's wrong. I don't care if they have a PhD. Somebody's wrong. And by the way, John, it ain't God. 
That's indoctrination. That's indoctrination. You see, you daddy have to be the spiritual voice. Son, you can't go that way. Don't just tell. And this is why. When it runs the inner, it, when it runs its full course, here's where it's going to land. Now, with that being said, John, do you really want to go there now? You see? And talk to your daughters like that. You have to be the voice in your, that the politicians are speaking to them, the entertainers are speaking to them, crazy folk are speaking to them, the talk shows are speaking to them, their friends are speaking to them. But my question, Daddy, where is your spiritual voice in the family? Where is your voice? Why are you not speaking? If they're speaking louder than you, you will lose your children. You will lose them. Refuse to allow the world to squeeze your family and children into its mold. Number four, arise, daddies, and build a treasure chest of memories. Not just memories, but great memories. When your children get grown, they ought to have great memories of the family, the home. You will be glad you did because your children, they grow up so fast. I look at my son over there playing, and I, I remember, I see him now 6'4", you know, 240 feet, I don't know what he is. But he was just right in my hands. And now I can't remember when he was that young. They grow up fast. Faster than you think. Your babies are growing They're growing. Take family trips now. Go out of town now. Have fun now. Relax with your family, daddies, now. Don't be so job conscious, word conscious, career conscious that you leave your children uh, 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 undone without a daddy. Enjoy one another now. And dads, laugh again. Mothers laugh again. So, you know what? I'm amazed. It's so hard for families and people to laugh. Only time people laugh nowadays is when they're laughing at sin on television. That's when they laugh. They laugh at stuff that make God cry. But, but, but when can you just fall out and get tickled? And when you can just bust out in a belly laugh? One, you, you, y'all need a prayer request. <laughs> Lord, it is my prayer that you bring laughter in my life. Father, let my children see me laugh. God gave us the capacity to laugh. When is the last time you chuckled? When is the last time you tickled your child or even allowed your child to tickle you? Maybe they didn't tickle you. and you know, I, ain't, I ain't ticklish. Ah, so hard, so cold. For heaven's sake, laugh. Laugh. They grow up fast. Laugh. Uh, Proverbs 17, 22 says, A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bone. Some of you killing you. What's so funny? You walk around mean, eyes poked out, the wife mumbling and grumbling, and she, uh, 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 
Fathers, be determined not to bring hurt to your family. Be determined not to bring pain emotionally or physically to your family. You don't be the point of contention and tension. Uh, 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 If there's strife, you put it out. You be the peacemaker. If it's you, ask God to change you. Instead, bring joy to your family instead of pain. Instead of hurt, bring gladness. Instead of sadness, bring refreshment to your home. Dads, if you possess a judgmental spirit, you will find it difficult to relax if you have a judgmental spirit. And that goes for wives too, mothers too. You got to laugh again. You got to see, and it starts with the mom and dad. And you know why husbands and wives can't enjoy and laugh and laugh and enjoy each other because they, they don't focus on the good qualities about each other. They only keep in mind the bad qualities. They go back into 1983. You know, instead of, you know, they don't find anything good. They just focus on those things that said or uh, things that nick, think, little nitpicky things and they go back there. Uh, and, and then Satan just keep feeding and you keep holding. And so you can't laugh. You see, you can't be critical or judgmental. Enjoy the good qualities. There are good qualities about your husband, about your wife. So you can laugh again. Focus on those good qualities in your spouse and children instead of focusing on their deficiencies. You will find deficiencies because you know your husband better than anybody apart from God. You know your wife better than anybody apart from God. We all got sin. We all got weaknesses. We all got shortcomings. My question is, why do you labor on them? Why do you take comfort in it? And why do you even keep bringing it up? What joy does it bring you? Your home should be a safe haven and a place of refuge in the midst of an evil and destructive world. If you don't relax, you're going to have heart attacks, strokes, high blood pressure. You're going to be edgy, mean, mad, and out of control. Number five, a godly father will be a spiritual covering for his wife and children. A godly father will be a spiritual covering for his wife and children. Ephesians 5.23 says, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now listen to me. Listen, this is what you don't hear on television. The husband is to be the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. You say, why? Because that's what the Bible says. And why? Because God knows what he's doing. You say, why? Because Heavenly Father knows best. You say, why? Because he created that divine order. You say, why? Because if that divine order is not right, you're going to tap your family. You better go with his prescribed order. It says, for husbands is the head of the wife. Now, it's in your Bible if you haven't torn that page out. Even if Christ, even as Christ is head of the church, his body, and is himself his savior. The husband is to be the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. Now listen closely. God established divine order in the context of the family. And when that order is repositioned, 
It causes confusion when that order is repositioned. It brings division when it's repositioned. It brings strife and it breaks the unity of the spirit. The feminist agenda has no place in the family. Look at y'all. I said again, the feminist agenda has no place in the family. Now, you know why y'all struggling, not some of y'all? Because television and the media and this world system has programmed you. You've been in talk shows and you've been looking at all this junk on television and media. You haven't been in the book until when you hear truth, it doesn't even sound right. You've been so immersed in the culture until that truth I just said is up here. It ain't even gotten down here yet. You can't even swallow it. You can't even swallow it. Don't swallow it. Like, you know what mama used to say? You better not spit that up. <laughs> you better not spit that up. Go on and swallow it. That's right. The feminist agenda has no place in the family. Wise, you must use your godly influence to help your husband be the spiritual leader in his family that God is calling him to be. Listen now, I'm not through talking. Wives, allow your husband to lay hands and pray over you and your children. Encourage your husband to read the scriptures to your family. Encourage your husband to give leadership in the area of finances, of the home, even if you bring in more money, wives, let him lead. Now, some of y'all can't see me, amen, on look how quiet it is. I guess I'm by myself. If I'm, if I'm preaching the truth, why don't y'all say amen? Well, I bring the money, you, you, look, look what you bring. No, no, hey, husband, don't get old upset because she's bringing in more money than you? Say amen. Amen. (laughs) Say that's more coming into the pot for both of us. (laughs) Bring it on, baby. (laughs) Don't you be upset about that. It's it's coming home. Let me see. Now, now listen, listen at this. The spouse that is better at doing finances, bills, and taxes should be the primary one assuming that role. Uh, listen, though, allowing, don't just hear what you want to hear. <laughs> let, me, let me go back. Let me, let me go back to some of y'all only, y'all, some of y'all got selective hearing. <laughs> the spouse that is better at doing finances, bills, and taxes should be the primary one assuming that role allowing for invaluable input and assistance from the other spouse. If your spouse, your husband refuses to assume his priestly role in his family, then you wives must lovingly step in and carry on those responsibilities until the father gets saved or if he's already saved until he matures to the point that he can carry out his godly, ordained, priestly role. Let me give you another scripture. I'm coming from scripture. I'm not making this up. Y'all, I'm not making this up. Don't talk to me. Talk to God. I'm just telling you what he told me from his word. It's in your Bible if you read it. Let me give you another scripture so you can settle down. You need another dose. 
1 Corinthians 11.3 says, but I want you to understand. Now, some of y'all got bad understanding when it comes to this because you strong will. But Paul says to the church of Corinth, but I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ. The head of a wife is her husband and the head of Christ is God. Now, some of y'all didn't know that pastor was in there. Jot it down. Write it down. So when these folks start talking crazy to you, you can pull out the word and know what you're talking about. Number six, it is the responsibility of a godly father to be the provider in his family. Whether his wife works outside the home or not, you are the provider of your family. If your wife works, that's just extra but listen, if she say I'm staying home and taking care of the kids, it's still your responsibility as the husband and father to take care of those children. And your budget ought to be managed to the extent that you can, your salary can take care of the entirety of that house. You said, well, boy, we, we had too much debt. She got to work. Well, that's not God's fault you got in that mess. Okay, so your aim is, is to... Uh, adjust that and it's going to take time for fathers who have children listen at this now for fathers who have children outside the marriage and are paying child support I know this can be challenging but you must continue to support your children even if you are denied access to them The Word of God tells us that there is no salvation in any other or anything except Jesus Christ, the only name under heaven by which we must be saved. We can and many do live victoriously through obedient faith in our Lord and Savior. In Him alone we are redeemed and forgiven. He is the way, the truth, and the life. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.